Ginger podcast, and we're going to be talking about the state of gaming all cut up about season passes, pay to win, free to play. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, and what we consider to be an expansion. So, before we do that, I'm going to introduce myself. Of course, you know me as the Ginger Avenger. I am kind of tasty, but sometimes I'm burnt, so you need to watch out for that. And here is my co host, the Tasty Twinkie. Say what's up, man. Hey guys, it's Tasty Twinkie. Hope you all are having an awesome day. All right, so we're going to start on season passes and DLC. What is considered bad practice and good practice to us? So don't crucify us that we're the, we have the definitive answer of what's bad and good to us. We're going to say in our own words what we think is good practice and bad practice. So. What do you think is a bad practice in season passes and DLC? Um, for DLC and expansions, I would call on Destiny because at first they came out with, oh, you buy a season pass for two DLCs that we're going to call expansions of, of uh, oh, what were they? T- uh, Wolf and Crota. And it's just like, oh, these are more DLCs. It's not really like a lot of add-on to it. It was like one raid, and that was about it. Well, yeah, and, and the thing the thing about it was like the game itself was already repetitive. And I, I do like Destiny, don't get me wrong, but it's the repetitive grind that you had to do and then the levels that were over and over again, which, I, I mean, yeah, in some MMOs it's like that. And what's well, not an MMO, MMO, whatever. But anyways, yeah. yeah. You went to the same places, basically, in those DLCs, the first two. And then you buy a season pass, and guess what? It only accounts for two, and then you got to go and throw down $40 for Taken King, which, by the way, was solid, but still. And then you had to wait for an update from Destiny to Destiny to be the Destiny it should have been. And then you come to find out, well, we're not going to bring out Destiny 2. We're going to bring out another expansion and get another $30 from you. Which, to me, is a bad practice. Very bad practice. So we have many more on here, and I don't know if you know why these are bad. For example, Batman Arkham Knight. Um, $50 for the season pass when it came out. (laughs) Ridiculous. Very. Now... I would have, you know, eventually agreed that it was not so ridiculous because they did give a lot of good content, but you gave you gave us a lot of broken content, especially for the PC. The PC I bought for the PC, though, mind you, I didn't really pay a lot for the game because there's all those awesome sites out there. Props up to G two A, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> or no, it was G two A Gaming Dragons? One of the I don't know. Um, so you're charging fifty dollars for this. And you give people like, hey, here's the PC. And it was broken mm-hmm. for until October. And it was still broken. And now it's finally up and good. And I'm still running 60 frames a second on a 970. And oh, really? I heard that they gave their people money back because it was so bad. They were just re- issuing refunds on how horrible it was. Well, I got since I got mine from a third party, I had to accept all the other Batman games. They gave me all the Batman games and all the DLC ah, for all okay. the Batman. So 
that to me was worth it. I mean, um, but they they gave this broken game, charge you fifty dollars for the season pass, and it's like, okay, if you're gonna sit there and throw out, make me spend a hundred dollars, not make me, but have I'm gonna spend over a hundred dollars for a game, and yet it's not even, it's been I think get, taken given off to some other studio. To me, that's kind of like insane. It's like, what are you? That's an insult. So the PS4 version turned out to be looked better than the PC at the time, and now that's not like that anymore. So they finally corrected that. So we have you heard anything about this this Batman thing about all the things I was talking about? Not really. I never really got into the Batman series. I wanted to play them, but I just kind of like pushed them aside. But like how they charged like the fifty dollars for season pass that reminded me of like Battlefield. All their season passes are fifty bucks for their yeah. premium. Do you do you think that like stuff like Battlefield and Call of Duty, do you think that their season passes are worth it to the people that not if it's not a matter if we like it, but do you think it's worth it to the people that are hardcore for these uh, games? Well, of course, if you're hardcore, because no matter what it is, you're always going to fork out the money just because you play that game ridiculous. Now, with me, I'm more Battlefield than I am Call of Duty, so I'm see no issue of forking out 50 bucks for the extra uh, premium knives, all the extra gear, the free DLC content. I think that's really good. But uh, Call of Duty, I would probably just buy the packs individually based off of what people really like more than the season pass for just Call of Duty. Well, for me, for the both of them, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it uh, because I used to be a huge multiplayer guy and, and now I'm just not. It, it's just it's hard. I like co-op. I'm, I'm all about that. MMOs, co-op, whatever. Those are fine. But it's just it gets to a point where you've played so many of them. It's just like, oh, it's getting so old. But I will say Battlefield 1 looks fantastic, and I think I'm going to grab that. Mm-hmm. that. That looks really good. Um, and, I mean, if I continue to join, I actually might bite the bullet and actually get a season pass for that. <laughs> it's worth it for Battlefield because it's not only just a season pass for, like, the five levels, but you also get exclusive content that you probably won't get anywhere else. And see, people, do you like my backpedaling? I said I hated it. Now I love it. <laughs> 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 I still I, say I, I hate Call of Duty, though. <laughs> I just realized I backpedaled, you know, when I was saying, oh, yeah, you know. Um, so now our next one is Star Wars Battlefront and Evolve. Or next two, I should say. With Evolve, people got a little upset for silly reasons. Now, I, I, I understand why they did. It was because this thing came in, like, five different flavors. And it was like, Really? And so people were like, oh, my gosh, so you got to buy the Super Ultra Omega Edition to get this and that. And and it was like it was mostly aesthetic skins. And I, and I think like with the season pass, you would get the monsters and that would go for all the packs. And the rest of them just gave you all these different multicolors. I could be wrong, but that's from what I've heard. So, I mean, it's the same thing with Path of Exiles. They, it, it was a free to play game and, and it just gave you was just mostly aesthetics that you could buy which I'm, I'm it's all gravy on that so um i mean have you heard anything about evolve yourself um not really i was considered buying it but i ended up not but now it's free to play so it seems like since they had the you paid all this money for the game and the con all the uh, dlcs and they just go ahead and make the game free to play <laughs> it just leaves like everyone out of what they just spent well they, they get to keep they get to keep actually get to keep what they have um and so they'll be the the primo players. Um, 
you know, and I heard that their, uh, you know, their their player base had whittled had whittled down to nothing, and now it's mm-hmm. one up. It's up to one million players now. So really, oh, that's good. Yeah, and it's coming to consoles later for free to play. Just yeah, that's to, what I heard too. I'm excited about that. That's the only time I'll actually play it. <laughs> so we have we move on to Star Wars Battlefront. My thoughts on that game: very, 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 very hollow for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think that they're, I think they're dishing out the content. I think they're doing a good job doing that now. I don't think the the I don't know if the uh, season pass was worth it because from what I played, it I was hollow, and I'm like, you know what? As much as I love Star Wars, and I really do, that to me was just not worth the price. I mean, what is your thoughts on the? I think well, I was like super excited because uh, it was Battlefront. I was really hoping that it would be like the original, like Battlefront One, Battlefront Two. You had like this awesome conquest and bots, but then, but besides that major letdown, I just really like you said. I felt it was very hollow, and I didn't buy the DLC just because it was fifty bucks. I had already bought Battlefield, and uh, so I just felt like. There was really not much to do in the game. It was just over repetitive, and it was really hard, especially for uh, the uh, rebels to even win on Hoth. But that's going into another subject on how bad Battlefield is. But I think what their DLCs now they're coming out with, I think that's improving the game a little bit. But I'd like to see what they could do more with it. Yeah, and I also heard that they're going to just like Titanfall, going to add a campaign into their next Battlefront, and they're they're also implementing offline mode for Star Wars Battlefront. The one thing Dice can't make is a campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm kind of worried about that. Now, I haven't played Mirror's Edge, too, but I know with, like, the Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4, they should have never really implemented a campaign with those games. They should have just made it strict multiplayer like they did Battlefront. Well, with Mirror's Edge 2, or Mirror's Edge in general, that's a kind of a cult cult favorite. I mean, I enjoy them. I don't think that they're the best game I've ever played, no, but... I'll definitely pick up Catalyst somewhere down the line, and you—that's you, it's a certain type of people for that type of game. So just to let you know on that. Yeah, it is. I thought they were really fun just because it was parkour. But I haven't, like I said, I haven't played the second one yet. I played most of the first one, and I was really impressed with it. Now we move on to good practices on season passes. My personal opinion. So if some people don't agree. I will name the bad and the good in these series so that you don't sit there and think that I'm fanboying. <laughs> okay, Fallout series. I can hear it. You're a fanboy. You're a fanboy. No. Okay, I love the series. I just love that how they, they you get such a big thing. So we have the Fallout series, the Witcher series, Skyrim, Oblivion, and Morrowind. Now, I couldn't... I'm There are more, so I'm not saying that no other game does these good practices. Now... That being said, Bethesda, yes, it's bug mania. They 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 do the same thing almost as Batman Arkham Knight did, but they eventually fixed it. Except for Skyrim PS3, they took forever to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that being said, that being said, I got so many hours out of Fallout, all the Fallout series, three, Vegas, four. Even though four really gimped us on the dialogue section, which I wish it was there, more of a choice. They offer the the bee's knees of hours that I want to enjoy more Fallout. And I think that they just do a fantastic job. And I think, especially for Skyrim, Oblivion, and Morrowind, which I'm not saying which one is better because I'm not starting a flame war. So, 
<laughs> they do such they do such a good job. The Dawn Guard, uh, uh, Heartfire. Well, not Heartfire. That's just a little teeny thing. And Dragonborn. What were the other ones for Oblivion and Morrowind? Do you remember? Knights of the um, Night, right? Oblivion was Shivering Isles. Um, I can't remember the rest. I know with uh, Morrowind there was a uh, Tribal. There was uh, Blood Moon, and I can't remember the name of the one where you went up to Skyrim. Okay. Oblivion. It was a Knights of the Nine and mm-hmm. Shivering Isles. Yeah. Yeah, and those you know were were, were um, I don't know if Knights of Nine to Rise were they were they pretty decent? I never really played Oblivion. I kind of like played it a little, but I went for like Morrowind and then Skyrim. Oblivion right. was just kind of that filler game that I didn't really care much. Blasphemy, blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we move on to acknowledge that yes, they have problems, but that content is there, baby. So we move on to the the next thing, which I'm going to say what is considered to be an expansion. And I'll just use this one game because it's a very, very good example, in my opinion. And I know that Tasty Twinkie has his game that he thinks has good expansion as well. So The Witcher, The Witcher series has always been fantastic, fantastic. CD Projekt Red delivering what people want. They just know. I mean, they... They know that people want that chunky amount of content because The Witcher, I tell you what, 3 is so intimidating. I'm still barely have finished that. Well, I barely touched it either because it's so intimidating. But now that I start to realize what I need to do, the game is it's just amazing. I um, I can't wait to actually dive into it. That and many other games that are in my backlog that I need to finish. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, Blood and Wine and um, what was the other one? Was it Blood and Wine, right? Yeah, Blood and Wine, and I can't remember the other one. I've never played The Witcher. You've never played any of The Witchers? No, I've never played any of The Witchers. I oh. never picked it up. Oh, man, I need to like share my Steam library with you and let you... Uh, <laughs> I have all three of them, and you can play them. <laughs> uh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone is the other one. Heart- is it Hearthstone? Not, not Hearth. Yeah, it's hearth. it's yeah. not Hearth. It's Heart. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I'm going to look this up real quick. I don't know why I have to make noises. Hearthstone. It's Hearthstone? Yeah, that's what Google says. Okay, we'll just, just make it sure because I don't want to sound like a a total noob. I mean, I should know this. This thing was like all over Reddit and stuff. Hearts of Stone. Heart of Stone. Yeah. yeah, Hearts of Stone. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, and Blood of Wine. Okay, there we go. So, to me, that's one of the perfect examples of an expansion. I think Half-Life 2 would have been that if they would have did Episode 3. Uh, you know, that was promised at some point. So, so everyone in the comments, wherever it is, you need to let Tasty Twinkie know that he needs to play The Witcher and Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> I've played Oblivion. I have all of them on, on my Steam. I just never get around to playing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, we move on to free to play and pay to win. Okay, so what is considered to you free-to-play and what is considered to you pay-to-win? So free-to-play with me would be uh, the game's like 100% free, meaning like random MMOs like Tales of Pirates or uh, there's like so many I can't even like Maple Leaf. Those are like free-to-play, like they're totally free. And inside their item all is just cosmetic apparel. It's not like you're buying stuff to advance in class. That would be to me like free to play. It's like it's 100% free, but with the side of, oh, you can buy this. Unless it's like a free to play game on PlayStation or Xbox Live. That's a totally different story. But 
Yeah, and, and it's like to me, I, I'm still grasping the concept of pay to win. Like, for example, today, you know, uh, Neverwinter came out, and I'll give my first impressions. It's pretty solid on the PS4. I'm pretty surprised just from the controls and setup, you know. Uh, I, but I've heard that the end game is trash because it becomes very grindy or pay to win. But my thing is that, you know, people are saying, well, at the end of the game, end game content, not end of the game, end game content that are you able to do it without actually paying money? And people are like, yeah, but you're going to have to grind really hard and it's just trash. So, But that's every MMO. So I haven't heard anything bad about Terra or um, Rift. I've heard the good, nothing but good things about that being, you know, the way they do free to play. Um, Rift, uh, Rift is like a weird one because it was really fun when it was premium because that's when I paid. When I, I played Rift whenever it was only like a monthly fee. And then whenever it went free to play, the whole economy just got destroyed. It's not pay to win to say, but it's very uh, item mall oriented. You have to have that to be able to survive. And then uh, Path of Exile was, to me, was the best example of free to play. I mean, you go through that whole game with all those expansions free and you're paying just for aesthetics. Now, that being said, there has been newer stuff that I haven't come across, so they may have changed their tune from that time. Um, but to to any game that would for you know for pay to win to be where you gain an advantage on a player you uh i think a very pay to win concept in destiny is where you can level up to 25 so 25 levels you do not have to do anything it, it just does the work for you automatically which i think it's a pay to win concept um i think it's a bad practice i think that people know what it is when they see it and hear it i think that if you're going to sell them something don't block them either make them pay it or, or not, you know, that, that's, it. you know, that's it. So that being said, um, I think that's all we really have to talk about on these subjects. So like I said, in my last podcast, I would give you a definitive answer and hopefully tasty Twinkie agrees to this, um, that we will be doing podcast every Tuesday and possibly releasing another one during the week. Uh, and they'll give you a definitive answer on that. But when it pops up, whatever I decide, then you'll know that that will be the day that we had that second podcast there. First mm-hmm. one on Tuesday. That's cool with you, right? Yeah, that's fine. It just depends on my work schedule. But yeah, it works. So that will be our common uh, common day to, to have a podcast. So I hope that you enjoyed it. And to let you know that we are on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And there are links for each of those things on our SoundCloud. So you can choose the flavor that you want. This is the Ginger Avenger, and this and my co-host Tasty Twinkie. Hello, and, and we will be saying a goodbye. <laughs>